Reset your life. Is it possible? Is it too far gone for you? Did you mess up? Did you make a mistake? Are you feeling like it's it, that you got no shot? My name's Austin. Welcome or welcome back to, to the show here tonight. We focus on the life reset. And I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller from the Red Carpet Connection. How are you tonight, Dr. Andrea? Hunky-dory. What a great week and a great life, huh? <laughs> It is, uh, but you know, life can be all of those things and, and more. Uh, tonight's show is going to be very impactful. I want to immediately ask you to share this, especially if you find yourself in a tough spot, you know somebody who's in a tough spot, seeking for answers, maybe feeling like it's gone too far. You're going to find out tonight that all things are possible. There's nothing so powerful as a, there's a, there's a quote that says there's nothing so powerful as an idea whose time has come. But I'm going to say this, there's nothing more powerful than a story that's finally released. And tonight you're going to hear some stories that are going to definitely, definitely open you up. Uh, before we do that, I'm going to, I want to share something here from, from mm. a book. Okay. In short, for massive change, to transpire in your life, most often you experience a gripping pain point, a tragedy, major adversity, or a failure that can create enormous pain and or pressure initially. This may or may not be inflicted by external forces or the pain could be self-inflicted. Regardless of the cause of the pain, this energy of emotion can be harnessed. And I believe it is necessary to enable one to reach the polar opposite in the form of success. So this is taken from my book, Flashpoint, Manifesting the Moment of Your Big Breakthrough. And I just grabbed an excerpt from the polarity principle, the polarity principle. Your darkest day can be turned into your, your brightest day. Tragedy can be turned into triumph. And the reason why I'm sharing this now, they're not just words on a page. We have two people here that embody this. And no matter where you are on your journey, you're going to walk away better for having listened to, listen tonight. So I want to highly encourage you, get a notepad, share let this story wash over you. Let these stories wash over you and see what can open up for you. So Dr. Andre, I want to turn over to you just for a moment. Maybe you have something you want to share before we get into our guests tonight. Yeah. So tonight with our guests, I'm, I'm really excited about how their stories will come out. And so what I'll give you a, pre, a little bit of a pre-frame too is I used to work in law enforcement. So having worked in a jail setting and at the police department, I have a different view and a different viewpoint of the people that come through that are able to utilize situations to find better in their life and to be able to get the lessons that they need to and to come out a better and amazing people. So I'm excited to hear when people have been able to uh, utilize it for good and to find something amazing. And we'll be hearing some stories like that tonight. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to announce the guests and I'll tell you how like this happened, like the ability to live in the moment. Yeah. Well, the first guest is Eli Lamar. And I just met Eli on Saturday and I went to an event, Nikki Cuesta's event, bomb building a leadership 
mindset. And Eli was one of the first, per- I think he was the first person I met. He came up to me and instantly we just started talking and he shared his story. And I, I said, man, you got to come on my show. And, and when I said that, I didn't know when that was going to happen. But then uh, th- th- later that night, I was with Jose Escobar from the Connected Leaders Academy. And he said to me, hey, did you ever, did you ever connect with Just- Justin Danforth? I'm like, you know what? We traded messages. And then I had a flashpoint moment, if you will. I thought, why don't we bring in my mind? I'm like, what if I brought them, the two of them on together? Because their stories are kind of polar opposite in some sense. But, but the fruit of it, you're going to hear. And so here we are. Uh, so I, I literally just met Eli, just connected with Justin recently. But sometimes you meet people, you hear their story, and you're instantly impacted. So I, I really feel like you're going to feel that tonight. So hopefully that comes across. Lovely. So we're going to start with, with Eli. Eli has an incredible story. What's really cool is I was born in Philadelphia. He's from Philadelphia. He's in Philadelphia. He, he, he and his family were prominent in the music industry. They got... Very, they got a lot of notoriety. Uh, some big names were involved, and then he he had this incredible story that basically turned his life upside down, which you're going to hear. Um, and he's since gone gone on to form Stamped Dot 1980 LLC. He's an incredible designer, musician, creator. But when you hear what he does from his heart to serve, you're just going to be you're just going to be so moved. So rather than me continue to talk. I'm going to bring Eli on with us right now. Please. Okay. We, all right. So Eli, your camera is not on. Oh, there we go. Eli, can you hear me? We may may have a slight delay. Yeah. And sometimes if someone's calling or texting right in the middle, if they didn't realize he was on. (laughs) Can you hear me, Eli? So while we're, while we're waiting for Eli to come on, um, we can uh, talk a little bit more about uh, Austin. You were um, at Nikki's event this weekend, and it looks like there was a really great turnout. And I didn't go because my daughter had her bridal shower uh, this weekend, my middle daughter. So I have two daughters getting married this summer. So in Eli, um, then um, by showing up at Nikki's, we don't know how he ended up at Nikki's event or who invited him. I'd love to hear that connection as he's sharing his story. Eli, are you with us yet? All right, we'll give we'll give it a little bit of time, um, but I I, I, and I just want to point out I opened up with the polarity principle, and that's what we're going to hear about while, while yeah. Eli's working on his connection there. And you can get this book. This is my book. It's Flashpoint: Manifesting the Moment of Your Big Breakthrough. If you uh, search for it on Amazon, you'll find it. Um, and we may have to switch gears here, so we may have to do. <laughs> so let, let's give it another a moment. But I'll talk about Nikki's event. Yeah. Uh, Nikki's event was was chock full of people from all over the world. We had uh, Danny Z from Canada came down for that. Um, we had uh, lots of representation from uh, people. Actually, Jose Escobar was there from the Connected Leaders Academy. There he is right there. So he says, good afternoon, everyone. So excited to see Eli on the show tonight. He is an amazing guy for sure. And... Um, Let's give it another shot. Oh, oh, oh. Eli, can you hear me? All right. You know what? I'm, um, 
Can you hear me? All right. So what we're going to do. You might need to, to text him. I don't have his number to yeah. do that for you. And then uh, we, maybe we can go ahead and pull Jordan on first. Yeah, let's do that. So Justin. So we're going to pull Justin. Oh, Justin. Sorry, Justin. Yeah. And I'm going to pull Justin on. And then I'll, um, I have, maybe we can get Eli back on. So, so Justin, I uh, met Justin through the Connected Leaders Academy, and he's got an incredible story. Um, and he is heavily involved with, with uh, from what I've seen, real estate investing. Uh, he's a digital creator, but he also is involved in the real estate space. Uh, he's also has a, the opportunity to be featured in Muscle and Fitness magazine. So we're going to be we're going to talk about that. But where he comes from, like when you see him and where he's come from, he was incarcerated for f- over 14 years and completely turned his life around. So w- without further ado, I'm going to bring on Justin. Justin, are you with us? I am. I am. How is everybody? We're doing great. We're good to see your good to see your face. We're definitely going to get Eli back on here as well. Um, but like I say, you got to be ready for anything. And, and that's what it's about, right? So it's about being able to be flexible. But we're eager to, to jump into your story. I just want to have Dr. Andrea. I know she was checking out your story as well. So before we get into your story, Dr. Andrea, what are you what are you thinking about Justin so far based on what you've learned? Well, you know, I'm just really impressed with you. And I'm really glad that I, I hadn't had the pleasure to meet you through the CLA yet. And, you know, to, to see what you've done and what you've accomplished, it's just a, a remarkable story. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad that you're honored that you came here with us. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Justin, so I, I wanted to extract your story because that's uh, like, it's, it's a deep story. And um I just want you, are you comfortable going back and, and sharing your story? Always, always. Um, yeah, so when you say going back, I will go back to um, when I first turned 21, I was incarcerated and charged with first degree murder. So I got locked up with an eighth grade education. And um, that being said, I was at the time I was real arrogant, um, immature, you know, I did all of the things, all of the worst things you could, you know, you could think of, um, way worse than some, not nearly as bad as others. Right. Um, so that being said, when I first, when I first got locked up, I still had that ignorant mentality. I was still the same alcohol drinking, dope smoking, money chasing, hustler, arrogant, prideful, big ego, just criminal mentality individual for at least about three or four years of my incarceration. So I got sentenced to 17 years and nine months, and I served a total of 14 years and four months. Um, When I first got locked up, my daughter was 10 months old. So I missed her first everything from words to steps to birthdays, to holidays, everything. Right. So those first three or four years, because I had been doing wrong for so long, because it goes all the way back to my childhood. um, And it just it was uh, I was I became a product of my environment, as they say. Right. When you're around certain things, either you're going to influence or be influenced. 
And I played a role in both. I was influenced by the older guys who I ran the streets with and hung out with. And then I influenced those who chose to be within my circle or my realm. And that influence was upholding a reputation of doing the wrong thing. But I had been doing wrong for so long, it was hard to do right. Like I didn't, I just, it was, I got anxiety and depressed and angry trying to do the right thing. And I don't have this aha moment to share with everybody. Like I just woke up one day and said, oh, I'm gonna change the, you know, the trajectory of the rest of my life. It, it don't work that way. At least for me, it didn't. It was, it was a conscious effort every single day to make the change, the growth and development to get me to where I'm at today. And that started with, you know, a vision, a very clear vision, not just, oh, I got these hopes and dreams and goals of all this stuff that I'm going to do when I come home or when I get out. It was a very vivid. I just want to pause for a moment. Yeah. I, I just, I'm just thinking about, I'm hearing what you're saying. And, uh, you know, one of the things I, I, I want to do, I try to do anyway, is to extract a moment, like the, the moments where you, you know, you were at this low point and, and, and the moment that it shifted, like, do you remember like when there was a, if there was a moment where you said, man, like th this, like no more, like I'm going to change this. Like when you felt the pain so deep, you know, and, and you, and you, and you felt the road you were going down, like, and, and something like, was there a moment? Was it, was it a process? Like, can you recall this? So there's no, there's it, because there was so many events taking place that led up to me deciding to start making a change. It was a work in progress. There was no one moment that I can pinpoint. Like I said, there was no aha moment, no epiphany. I didn't just decide I was going to change. I just started sticking to a daily routine. And part of that routine was um, implementing the things that I was reading. And I started reading personal growth and development literature. And so by reading that, the more I read, the more it was like, oh, this is what this is the way my mindset is supposed to be. And I got a real backwards ideology on life and the way, you know, in the, in the way I'm living. And one of the greatest things. So I tell everybody prison was the best thing that ever happened to me. Prison was the best thing that ever happened for now, me. Why would you say that? Like that, that people hear that you were, and how long you were in for 14 plus or, or longer? 14 years and four months. So you, 14 years of your life, people would say was taken away from you. But now you're saying it was the best thing that ever happened. Like, I, I want to dig into this because that, that's hard for people to understand. Like, please, would you... Are you please share. Uh, I want to hear more about this. Yeah, definitely. So it was the greatest thing that happened for me because A, it gave me a chance to sit with myself in isolation. And the more I sat with myself, the more disgusted I became. I never blamed anybody else. I never played the victim game. I didn't blame the judge. I didn't play, blame the, the, uh, the, the witnesses. I didn't blame nobody. My lawyer who just threw in a towel on me and told me, if you don't take this plea, you will do a life sentence. You will not get out of prison. It will be a life sentence without the possibility of parole. And I'm looking at my lawyer like, what happened to the fight? I never blamed him. 
So that being said, the more I, I looked at my sight with myself and, 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 and looked and reflected, the more I, I was disgusted at who I was, where I was, and what I had become. And the more disgusted I became, the more evident it made sense to start making a change. So prison, it had I not been uh, given that opportunity to sit with myself and reflect, God only knows what would have happened and where I would be at today. Wow, I, I got to stop. I want to. I just turn it over to Dr. Andrea because I know she's probably you know with the law enforcement background that you have and hearing this. What are you thinking, Dr. Andrea? Well, I really appreciate that. You know. Um, it parallels our whole lives. You know, sometimes uh, bad things happen to us, uh, even if you've not been incarcerated. And our bodies naturally tend to want to put us in isolation. And on one hand, isolation isn't always the best thing for us. But on the other hand, when you're forced to sit and be with yourself, like you said, you start to notice things and the only person that you have around you to take responsibility for what's happening is you. And I really appreciate that you were able to find that and to find that quickly. And not everybody does. And for you to say it um, was the best thing that happened to you, uh, I like to believe that. I, I know that I had many people come through uh, the sheriff's department. The, the, I worked at a jail and they were in transition to go to pr prison or they were on a short term time there. And I always knew that eventually they'd get out. And I really wanted to be able to be the corrections officer that was the kind of person that encouraged them to find themselves so that they knew when they come came out they could find a life that they wanted to create rather than the life that had been created by their actions or their past or their surroundings of the past yeah and and i'll tell you you know what's coming through to me is like the power of pure presence mm -hmm. i do a show every sunday at 10 a.m and it's all about being in the present moment and and what whatever's happening, like embracing it. And it's one of the themes of, of my book. It, it's like, which I just mentioned. And however we get there, doesn't like some people's stories are, are different than others on how we get to this place of being able to embrace it. Uh, and by the way, quick shout out, uh, Eli, the other option we have, we may be able to just put your audio on only because I definitely want to hear your voice on this platform. So maybe we could shut the camera off as well. That's an option. But I'm just thinking this, this, you know, this incredible ability to be, be with yourself and sit with yourself and then have the courage that Justin had to face it. Like, I think that's what I'm hearing. Like, because a lot of people could be sitting in that cell right now with the same opportunity, but they're not, they're not looking at themselves. They're, they're blaming the lawyer. They're, they're, they're blaming everybody. And they're, and they're robbing themselves of the opportunity to just face the ugliness that, that, you know, whatever we've all created and we've all done things that are, could be called ugly or bad or a mistake and to be able to face it and then turn it. And now you're like, I always say in the book, like now you're, you're on the opposite side. Like you're taking all this and you're turning it into to beautiful. You're, you're getting on platforms, you're sharing your story, you're in real estate investing, m muscle and fitness. So all these great things that you're doing is just, it's just miraculous. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk about that. Um, you know, when did you feel like you you turned the corner? Like you you felt like, wow, like my life's now 
going in a direction that that I I'm starting to feel good about. Yeah, so it was about like I said, it was about four years into my sentence. I had um, I had quit smoking cigarettes. I had quit smoking uh, weed. I had quit drinking alcohol because you get all of these things in prison. Um, so wow. yeah, yeah. So it's um, I had, I had quit all of these things and I had adopted you know fitness. And one of the things, one of the key factors to as as you as you ask, like the moment or or what kind of help take place what took place was i grew up with asthma real bad like i could get really excited and just start wheezing couldn't (laughs) breathe and i smoked two packs a day of cigarettes from the time i was about 11 to the time i was 23 and in prison i smoked one pack a day i just bought 100s instead of regulars right because they were more expensive um because of the, the 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 cost so i smoked a pack a day of 100s in prison when i quit smoking cigarettes and embraced fitness and started training consistently i had no issues with my asthma so it was just another testament to oh if you do the right thing good will happen if you put forth the effort better things will happen will come what is it, you know, so like I said, I had a clarity of that vision and that vision, if you want to, if you want to look at it as like an avatar, right? Or Frankenstein, a Gumby, I'm molding, I, I, I molded the individual I needed to be in order to feel fulfilled. Wow. So a lot of people, I, I, I encountered so many individuals in prison over the course of time who did eight years, 15 years, 20, 25, 30 years. And within 12 to 24 months came right back to prison after their release. And it was mind boggling. I hated being there so much. I'm like, either you like it here or you that hard headed. And what I found out was they had these unfulfilled street dreams. There was, there was this one more kilo they needed to get their hands on. Oh there was this one more stripper they needed to just be with, or whatever it was that got them locked back up. It was just this unfulfillment. For, wow. me, for me, prior to going to prison, I had already seen and done it all, except live a domestic lifestyle. So for me, I yearned for it. Like I tell people, I read all of Nicholas Sparks' books and watched hmm. all the movies. I'm still a hopeless romantic, but that's what I yearned for. Go, prior to going to prison, I didn't wake up next to the same woman every day. Cut the yeah. grass, take out trash. Yeah. So part of my vision was to become an upstanding citizen of society who my daughter could be proud of, my mother could be proud of, my nephew, my neighbor, you guys, right? Anybody. And it was, so it was to create the best man I could be, uh, the man I would listen to. If I look in the mirror today, I would listen to my own advice. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I can't help but think of um, the Shawshank Redemption. Every time like, I think about this, because like the scene in the movie where, you know, Morgan Freeman, he, he comes in front of the parole board and every time he goes out, he's trying to put up a good face. And then the last time he's like, just authentic. And he said, what, do you, what would you tell that kid? 
and, and he, and he goes on, he starts telling them like, what do you, the advice and I'm hearing that here. Like you, you, you want to reach it, you know, but I do want to ask you a question before we transition. Uh, and, and this is like, and you don't have to answer it, but I'm just wondering, like, cause people have done some made, I've made some mistakes. Like I, I have something on my hands. You, you do. And it can be heavy. You know, it can be a heavy weight. Like, wh what do you think about this person that lost their life? And, and have you made amends with that? Like, or, or you know, well, did, did you feel like you were carrying that? Like, I, I'm just curious, like where you are, you don't have to answer it, but I'm just thinking not only for the people that have made mistakes that they feel like they can't get out from under. Yeah. So uh, one of the biggest things first and foremost is no matter who you are, the mistakes you've made in order to move on, you have to forgive yourself. Now it does. I don't, I don't whether you're re religious or not, forgiveness exists and you have to forgive yourself in order to move on. Yeah. So I never carried the weight based on the situation and circumstance that happened for that individual to lose their life. Because it was it was a family affair. Uninvited guests showed up, started trouble, and the individual started stabbing my cousin to death. Oh my so that's why he got shot. That being said, it was it, it, it. I never carried that weight. I didn't have nothing to make amends with. Got it. And so, but regardless, wow. my life leading up to that point is the weight that I had to carry, and and and, and that's what I had to forgive myself for. Got it. It was the mindset that got me there to that point with a gun to shoot somebody. Whether it was self-defense or defending my cousin's life and things of that nature, it was everything prior to that led up to that. I had been living my whole life with a backwards ideology on life, period. That's the weight I had to carry and forgive myself for. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Justin. Yeah, yeah. So I want to pause just for a moment. Uh, I want to um, see if we can get see if we can get. Um, I'm going to get Eli on here no matter what. Uh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Even if we have to get his voice on here, let me see if I can add him into the stream here. We can get his voice. Let's try it. Eli, can you hear me? I can hear you, brother. Hey. Yeah. All right. So I, I at least we can hear your voice. Because now were you able to hear any of the first segment? I didn't hear a lot of it, but I did hear at the end of uh, you know, him being in jail and catching a murder and you know, wanting to make amends and stuff like that. And uh, you know, just coming off the amends part, I was taught that, you know, you could you could write a letter and let it go in the uh in the air with a balloon. As many ways you can make an amends, but you know, you got to get for me and I'm always talking about myself and maybe people can see what's what's going on in me and reflect on. I can reflect some things out. I, I live spiritually. And if you can't lock in spiritually, it's going to be very hard to fight all them demons you grew up with and them demons that's attached to you because, you know, we're not physical people, just just a meat suit. 
So if you can't, you know, sacrifice and fast and get closer to God to even understand the word of God, you're going to always live in turmoil and everything that you grew up on, which was tradition and false information. Now, people running off of false information because they feel good. It makes them feel comfortable. You take somebody out of their realm, out of their atmosphere, you know, they get quiet or, you know, they start making faces. I, you know, I don't know, but this is what I saw coming up in my lifetime because I was all I was around all type of people. So I'm going to pause you for a moment because I, I want to hear your story, but I just want you to just reflect on what, what impacted you about what you did catch about Justin's story. And Justin, did you, is there anything that you kind of well, hit? You? Similar, you know, we come up, it seemed like we come up in the same struggle, you know, around uh, traditional things about just uh, murders and the fast life. And, 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 you know, a money machine to trigger me, depending on what's going on in my life, is just everything that we grew up on. You know, we, I, I emerged from the crack smoke. My house was a crack house. You know, my brothers and them, you know, did a lot of things, and I, I picked up on their ways. And, you know, when I built that world around me, I couldn't fix none of it because it was too heavy. So, you know, just moving off the of impulse, you know, instant gratification. Yeah. You know? So I hear a lot of things that he grew up on that I grew up on. Very similar. Yeah. So before we transition over to Eli, uh, I do want to give, give a, uh, a shout out here to connect with, with Justin and give Justin a final moment here. And he, if he stays with us, he might be back with us at the end of the show. But he is in the running right now for Muscle and Fitness, he, to be featured in Muscle and Fitness magazine. I'm going to see if I can pull up his, this link here and you can see it. Let's see. I know I have it here. So that that should be up on the screen there. So there it is. <clears throat> and I'm going to ask if somebody's watching, they could throw this link in the comments, and I'll, I'll definitely put it in the comments. But if they can, they Google just uh, your name and muscle and fitness. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, I do want to point out that you can you can vote for free okay. once once every 24 hours. Um, so if if nothing else, give a free vote. But for those that do pay for votes, those that money don't go to me, don't go to muscle and fitness, it's for a charitable cause. It goes to help build homes for veterans. That's beautiful. Okay. So I'm gonna put the link at the bottom of the screen. It's uh, and you can and try to Google it, but it's it's featured.muscleandfitness.com forward slash 2023. And then it's Justin hyphen Dan hyphen four. But I have a feeling if you Google it, you might be able to find it. And I'll put the link in the comments for those of you right now. Just give him a hand. He's in the running. So he's, he's really close. It's free to vote. If you pay, the money gets donated to a, a charitable cause. For veterans. So that's a great cause. My dad was a veteran, served in the Vietnam War. So that's close to close to home. And then, uh, Justin, final final words before we transition over uh, to uh, to hear from Eli here. Yeah. So uh, just just for the audience, for those watching or listening. Know that everybody is struggling with something. Everybody's struggling with something. Everybody struggles to, to on different levels, but somebody struggles, you're not alone. And understand that when you learn to find comfort in the discomfort, 
you will gain a source of power that will grant you the confidence, the self-esteem, the ability to overcome anything. The obstacles are the way. Your trials and tribulations, your struggles are the way to everything you're trying to achieve and accomplish and, and your liberation. That's it. Brother, you said it well, uh, you said it loud, you said it proud. And, and that's why I love your story, because when you say it, based on what you've been through, it hits. It's going to hit somebody. If it's one person, that's what I always say. One person is all it takes, right? Your life, look at your life. You're one person. Now look at all the people you're impacting. So one person affects many people. So Dr. Andrea, is there anything else you want to share before we exit out, Justin, for uh, we get into Eli here. No, I hadn't heard if uh, Justin had um, written his story yet or anything, and I'd like to hear if he considered that. Uh, written my story as far as publishing a book? Yeah. That's a great question. I get that question a lot. Um, I have not. Mm. Of course, it's always in the back of my mind. I'm just, I've been so tied up with, I'm running four different companies right now. Great. Haven't sat down, taking the time to get it all out on paper or audio, even. But um, I did, I did create a book, and when I came home, public published the book. But it's an activity book. It bridges the gap between parent to child relationships. Oh wow! So those who are at any distance, not just incarcerated parents, it could be grandparents, it could be military, it could be children who have to live in a uh, like a hospital situation, maybe due to cancer or something. Any kind of yeah. gap between a, uh, a child and a caregiver or a parent, it bridges that gap. It's just an activity. So, you know what I'm hearing, Dr. Andrea? Yes, I have a book coming out. It's going to be coming out real soon. So we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> well, Austin does have a series called The Underdog Diaries. So I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, we'll share that. We'll, we'll share that right now. And then we'll, we'll know you like. But here, let's, listen up. Do you have an inspirational story and a message you want to get to the world? Welcome to the Underdog's Diaries. I've always been in a situation where money was not my friend. And it's not because I didn't understand the strategy, right? Because it's the 80-20. It's not so much strategy as it is mindset, right? An exciting new campaign that will feature your story in the newest book series, The Underdog's Diaries. A live virtual summit and a live in-person event in Philadelphia featuring the Rocky Steps. Listen, the world needs your story now more than ever. People are seeking answers and inspiration. That's where you come in. We are launching this project, The Underdog's Diaries, first edition this year, and we're looking for incredible underdog stories. If this sounds like you, Complete the application today and get the process started. Additionally, for you solopreneurs, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs, we're going to have various options to help you grow your business. Complete the application today and let's get started. All right. So there's that. So Justin, hang in there and we're going to bring you on toward the end of the show. Sounds good. All right. 
So let's get to Eli. I have a little trick up my sleeve. Let's see if this works. Um, I think we can pull this off. All right, there we go. How's that? Yay, that works. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is Eli. We have some technical stuff going on, but uh, I trust we can hear his voice and we can get into Eli's story here. Eli, are you with us? I'm with you, brother. Great, man. Great. So let's, um, we're, we're a little bit behind the time, but we, we do have enough time. So I, I want to hear your story. I, I know you were trying to get on. Thanks for hanging in there, by the way. I really appreciate that. And I'm, I'm wondering if you could dig into your story a little bit. And I know it's deep and I know it's wide. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just going to like trust the spirit, man. And let's yeah. just All day. I mean, uh, trying not to go back too far, you know, and try to dig in. I come from a, a background of addiction and like I said, false information and, and just a lot of struggle. And uh, 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 it was a trickle effect down from my mom's mom, my dad's dad. And it was just it was just a, it was a mix up, man. And if you can go back to the 80s with Philadelphia, crack really messed our city up. And yes. uh, a lot of people was really trying to recover from that. And I was a part of a project, which was called Richard Allen Projects, and uh, another project's called Harrison Plaza, which only thing went down in them projects was war, drugs, party, and I was a part of it. You know, I, I call it a chemical bomb. Not physically blowing us up, but just putting the chemicals in there for us to just go crazy off it. And that's what I emerged from. Now, within that time, I had some... Uh, beliefs, Christian beliefs that I grew up on. And uh, 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 I tried to go to high school, but my mother and my father sent me to Job Corps. So I got some things instilled in me and I picked up some trades and stuff like that. Now, a little fast forward, you know, I was a part of a rap group, which was my own independent group called Truly Fire, Entertain Truly Fire Entertainment. And I had some friends that was a part of a, uh, a rap group that was called Ram Squad. Now, uh, what came with all that was indictments, uh, uh, like I said, murder, jail time, uh, people just getting killed. It was chaos and confusion. And as I grew up, I instilled that in me, chaos and confusion. I was a part of that. I was used to that. And uh, I, had to go to, I had to go to jail a couple of times to even get closer to God. And I kind of understand what my friend was saying when he said, just was saying when he said uh, it was the best thing for him because that was my breaking time. That was the times I got a break. You know what I'm saying? And that was the times I got close to him because I had a sober mind and, you know, I made sure I went to church and stuff like that. And the last go round was me going to jail and me coming home to church. Like, you know, I, I, I indulged soon. I came back home and, um, just to go back in the middle, you know, I, I went through overdoses. You know, I was on heroin. I was on uh, crack. I was on uh, marijuana. I was on e-pills. I, like I told you, you know, uh, within the time of my crisis, which was uh, my mom catching a homicide and, you know, uh, my, my daughter mom having an aneurysm that busted her head and me just getting wounded. It was nothing I could do. I couldn't keep up with nothing. My, my life was just get high. And then after that, it turned into a horror movie. You know, it was a, a blimp. It was a glimpse. So uh, just going I, back. I to you know, I came in. I, I like I talked to you on Saturday. I, I, I can't even imagine how you're here, man. Oh, I can't imagine either. Me, uh, but I know why I'm here, because God wanted to talk to me when he wanted to talk to me. 
because uh like I said, I had no I had no vision. I couldn't even see God. I knew he was there, you know, because I always had faith, but I couldn't feel him, see him, touch him, none, none of that, because I, I was I was physically locked into man's creative idea and woman's creative idea. You know, like I said, uh it was people fell out for Michael Jackson. You know, you yeah. can't him no more because his glory fades and he's dead. Michael Jordan can't stay in the air no more. Some people still probably watch Steph Curry last shot go in the air, but that's what their faith is in. You know, your belief is in. Whatever your belief system is in, you know, you're going to put that energy into that. When it's all said and done, you know, you can't take the house and the cars and the stuff. You can't take the trips and all that to God because he's going to say he don't know you. And that's what I mean by locked into physical form. Like, you know, we put so much energy into telling people we don't have time to do something. But, you know, resistance build muscle. That's why people go to the gym. They want to make themselves, their outside look good. Endurance build a spirit. So it's what you want to practice. You know, when we got in trouble in school, you had to see the principles. It's principles in life. If you practice the principles of the world or you practice spiritual principles, yeah. it's really easy. So just I, going I back to the message, man. Sorry, go ahead. I want to, but I, I definitely want, I, I know some people are going to hear this and, and I'm going to ask you the same thing. Like, do, do you remember, uh, and there was many moments. I know there was many, but do you remember a moment where you, you just hit a pain point, like a threshold and, and you just felt like, like no more, like I'm, I'm going to go in the other direction. I remember a lot of moments like that when I woke up, you know, from an overdose and, you know, just waking up and, and just being robbed and, uh, you know, the pain just, just great enough, you know, being, you know, almost burned to death. You want, you know, at that given time, you're saying I'm done, but you know, you go to a, a, a rehab or a recovery house, so you get better for a week and your mind go back to, I, I got one more run. I could do this one more time. But it never, yeah. you know, when the pain get great enough, you know, you, so you might have to lose your leg. You know, it took for me to lose my mother, my sister, get shot, get stabbed, 20 overdoses, eight years out of my life. And, and whatever else I can remember to say, you know what, what the hell is wrong with me? And for me to lose a gap, 13, 14 years gap of my kid's life, for me to wake up and say, this is not it. What's wrong? This is not life. Wow, man. But you have to get around some people to understand that because if you're around the same people practicing the same stuff, you're going to get the same. It's, a, it's called insanity. Yeah, you got it, man. Wow. Yeah. And you know, what's funny, uh, not funny, but uh, what Justin was saying the same thing where, Guys would get out of jail and they said, just one more run. You know, they had street dreams that weren't fulfilled and they were just going to give it one more run, one more shot. And, it, uh, and, and, and usually that didn't end well, you know, death, jail. You know something, brother? It's not even fulfilled. It's that they don't know nothing else. They don't know nothing else. It stops right there. It's like putting a, you know, a bunch of fleas in a jar. And then once you put the top over, they ain't going to try to jump over the jar. They're not going to try to get out the jar no more because they used to jumping at a certain level. Right. You know, when people get to a certain level, they cool with money. Money don't make you happy when you fight in depression, isolation, and, and lust. And money's not going to fix that stuff. Yeah. So they go to whatever makes them comfortable, bro. And I understand. Yes. Because, I, you know, I, I was stuck in it. Yeah. So I'm going to give Dr. Andrea a moment because I know she's thinking about a lot of hearing her story and there's so much we, we could spend two hours on here. 
with you easily just, just because of all the wisdom that you have from what you've been through. Dr. Andrea, what, what's coming through for you here in this? I have a friend of mine, I'm in a mastermind on Saturdays, and he's shared with us uh, his addiction challenges. And and so every week we get to hear different things about how he's now helping other people overcome it. And I, I'm always moved by uh, how he's able to still um, be with the other people in the addiction world and get it, like get them and get where they're at and still be in his new place as well. And uh, I realize Eli may or may not be able to hear me, but you know, he, uh, he, he gets it and he, that he's able to view and talk to people from both sides, I, I think is uh, hugely uplifting. And then from another viewpoint, my husband's a fireman and we've had several call. We live in a small community and, and yet drugs happens everywhere. And he's been to several calls where it's a repeat situation where the same person they've used the, uh, you know, emergency, is it Nar Narcan, Narcon, Narcan. I, I, I don't, oddly enough, I don't know what it's called. And uh, they, you know, use it and it's multiple people. It's the same person multiple times. And, you know, I, I know that for him, he's thinking how many more times are they going to be able to do this? And what, what time is it going to be? I show up and the person's gone. And, you know, will they ever make that shift or be able to find something different? And so I, you know, I, from, I hear two sides. I hear the societal view. Oh my gosh, we're spending so much money. That's terrible. This is frustrating. And then the other side where like, if it's somebody, but that's my family, that's my kid, you know, give them one more chance. So what a con conflict for the world. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, clearly talking to, talking to Eli, God, God has a call on his life. He knows it. Yeah. And to overcome all that, Jose is just sharing your powerful story. Eli, you are a winner. You're truly inspiration, but I know you're going to give the glory to God. I know that's who you are, uh, but you had to make a decision at some point. You, you had to make that decision and that was on you. And then, you know, I trust you just give it over to God. Now um, Jasmine's on here. She's saying so amazing. Melissa Morales, who was also at the week, at the weekend event there, she's saying what she's amazed. Well said. Um, so uh, I do want to, um, I do want to get into, and maybe we can have you back on in the future. I do want to talk about what you've turned this into and what you do. I want people to hear uh, because not only that, it's like now you're using your gifts in a different way and you're taking what God gave you using it in a different way with your artistic ability, but then you have a kind of a, a grassroots boots on the ground thing that you do. And I would love for you to share that. And I know you, I'll share your Instagram account here too, uh, while you're talking about that. Cool, 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 cool. That's, this is the best part for me because can you hear me. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, I did hear you out here and, uh, <sighs> so, just by God transforming me, and that comes with that came with me being obedient and had to purify myself. You know, everybody make mistakes, but that was the transformation for me. You know, I had to, I, I ain't gonna say I had to stop eating certain stuff, but I cleared my body up for me to get closer to God. I sacrificed some things, and now by me being in so many tunnels and, and so many, uh, uh, I call it the Legion of Dooms, you know, places people don't even know about, I could still visit them worlds. I can still visit them worlds and uh, 
what I do now, and that's I practice the gospel. I'm a, I'm a part of a church called the Block Church, which when I first started going there, they only had one branch. They only have seven. And uh, they're very, they're very, very, very. Yeah. Oh, did we lose them? Real quick, um, SAMHSA, it's um, the um, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. It's 1-800-662-HELP. 1-800-662-HELP. If someone's listening and you just need someone to hear you and you need some information, it's a free confidential line uh, just to get information for What's individuals. The again, Dr. Andrea, what's the number? 1-800-662-HELP. 4357-HELP. 4357. And what's the acronym? HELP. No, no, the, the, the name of the organization. Oh, SAMHSA. It's Substance yes. Abuse Mental Health Services Administration. All right, I'll put that on the bottom of the screen here for everybody to see in case. Is that it? 1-800-662-4357. I think it's there. Yeah. So if we can give people a chance and uh, for those, you know, who have different opinions, uh, you know, I always tell them, you know, write, write people in your area, write your mental health people get, if you want more services yeah. for your city, you want to create things, want to make a difference, find your local organizations and help yeah. make a difference. You can save people like Eli. Yeah. And, and then here's Eli's Instagram at stamp.1980. You can go check that out. Uh, you're definitely going to want to follow what, what he does. I guess, is he still on here? Let's try to add him again. I'm back okay. on, y'all. There you, you go. Like I, said, I do get down there, and I get to see the presence of God because, you know, I go down there, and I don't know if anybody ever seen the Blade movie, but that's how it is. It's like vampires, and, you know, if you're if you're not normal to them down there, you, you know, something can happen to you. So once I sit down there and I let them know that I was a part of this, and I feed them, and I see God, you put joy Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do, just because of the technical, we're gonna get Eli back on here again, and maybe we'll even do an in person. You know, because he's close enough to me, I could do an in person. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring Justin back on because he was waiting, and then we'll we're gonna wrap the show up with uh, the final mm -hmm. stuff here. So let me get Justin back on the show. Hey, Justin. Hey. Welcome back, man. I know you were you were listening, so um, just want to give you a, a chance to chime in as we get prepared to close here yeah no again it's it's incredible man um one of the one of the things that's most important here is from those of us that have overcome any trial and tribulation or affliction at any level is to give that to the world if you've overcome it there's somebody that can relate at some point, some level that needs to hear how you overcame it, because that's a lot of a lot of times that that's what people suffer from is not knowing where to start, not knowing how and just giving up yes. and becoming comfortable with where they're at or complacent. So I, um, I definitely commend Eli for having that courage, that integrity, the dignity to have overcome and be a voice to all of those that may be faced with similar situations. Yeah. You know, and 
And like I said, you know, earlier, you know, you reach one person, you know, you, you don't have to reach thousands. You can reach one. Yeah. And, and change the world, man, change people's lives, you know? And so uh, let, let me um, just, and by the way, make sure you vote for Justin muscle and fitness. Uh, and then let me see if I can get Eli back on for just a final comment before we just, uh, uh, let's see here. Eli, I'm final word. Um, what I could say to people, man, if you don't know how to give up, man, surrender, just, and I hate to use this example, man, act like you got locked up. You surrender to the COs, you surrender to the jail people, you know, just act like you're in a cell sometimes, act like you're in a box, but you just got to be open-minded and willing to change. Change comes with embracing the world, man, mm -hmm. and you got to just fill everything up. We don't have to sacrifice animals no more. Wow. I just, like man, like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sacrifice things in your life. That's it. And just give yourself a chance, man. Trust and believe. He's preparing. You know, I just got a download. I just got a download. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you guys did a collaboration. You called it the cell block. <laughs> and people came in there and they just surrendered. Mm. Enough with their own madness and just turned it over. Mm -hmm. Got to be wow. vulnerable. And, you know, that's where a lot of us men don't want to, they want to hold the stuff that they, you know, grew up on or they want to hide stuff in their closet. Only thing is all right. Whatever happened is all right. You're not a part of this world, man. Trust and believe. You're going to move on. People is going to die. People is going to move on. That's what life is. Let go. If you let go, you're going, you're going to soar. Love it. Well, I want to thank the two of you for, for not only coming on the show, but for keeping it real for sharing some things that you went through that, you know, you know, only, you know, like you went through it, right. It's your journey. And I just commend the two of you for, for, cause whatever the forces were, you had to make a decision that you, you both had to make a decision at some point that things were going to be different. And, and that's why you're here along with um, a lot of other guidance so I just want to thank you. Maybe we can do this again in some other way or, or, or something. And I hope the two of you connect and just offline and have a conversation and, and see where it goes. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks for having Thanks me. Much, nice meeting you guys too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Nice to meet you as well. We want to remind everyone to share this. I did share it on my Facebook page or just to go to the YouTube channel. Uh, the YouTube channel is Austin J. Haynes and uh, hashtag Flashpoint, hashtag Power of Pure Presence, and hashtag Austin J. Haynes. <laughs> yeah, I just want to wrap up um, with, um, you know, this is an incredible show. I, I hope if you're getting the playback, I do want to point you to my website. So I do want to point share that real quick because we have some things coming up that you're going to be able to take advantage of. And I'm going to say this, what if you had a, what if I could take your goal, your highest aspiration and increase, let me, let me put it this way, Dr. Andrea, we're, we're, what if you had a 95% chance? I give you an, it's an investment. I'm, I'm going to give, you're going to give me $10,000. And I say, there's a 95% chance. I'm going to turn this into a hundred thousand dollars. Would you make that investment? Of course. Okay. So think about your highest aspiration. What if there was a 95% chance that it could happen this year? So your highest aspiration for 2023, 95% chance it's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. That's possible. Yeah. And on Thursday night, I'm doing a webinar at six o'clock. And I want to talk about this. 
So let me put my website up there. I'm going to be updating the website, but you'll be able to go there. And where is it? So to touch on that while Austin's pulling that up, yeah, it's not just about money that Austin can do for you. So if it's something that you want to see happen, something that you want to achieve, something that you want to create, something that you want to multiply um, or duplicate, uh, Austin is very skilled at what he does. He's had 17 years in corporate sales for a Fortune 500 company and left it all to help other people find their sure footing so that they can have their flashpoint moment. Yeah. And so I just invite a conversation. It's uh, austinhaines.com. We have that, the 95% chance. And then I want to share this quickly. Uh, we have, we're going to Costa Rica, March 2nd through March 10th, 2024. So here's that. just for time we're cutting short and i'll be back sunday with power of pure presence the authentic you on uncover the authentic you and dr andre adams miller from the red carpet connection my publicist thank you so much for co-hosting tonight fantastic show i'm going to watch this again <laughs> great job have a good night everyone bye-bye <laughs>